Sweet. We're live. Danny, nice to meet you. Uh, we've had a little bit of a conversation beforehand. Really excited to, I mean, really just get on this podcast with you, man. Really grateful, exciting. Um, it's a lot of cool stuff that you've been able to do. I mean, podcast with Gary V. I don't know how many people can say that they've done that, but that is sick. Um, really like your message. Really like what you're doing. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the rest of the show? Yeah, for sure. So first of all, thank you for having me. And before we get started, I have to point out and document the fact that I was drinking out of this mug, the San Antonio mug for anyone listening. And you're from San Antonio. So just a weird coincidence that the world is putting us in the right spot in this moment. Um, A little bit about myself. I am a podcaster, a writer, content creator, just a guy with a lot of energy that wants to get that energy out into the world. My mission is simple. I want to make the world happier, healthier, and wiser in some respect by the time I die um, and try to pursue that every day and pursue the greatest version of myself every day and inspire other people to do that as well. Um, you mentioned Gary V. have had Gary V. on the podcast, have had Navy SEAL Mark Devine on the podcast, have had some real high-profile people, and all I'm doing is really just spreading this message and asking them questions and learning from them and just happy to do that with anyone anytime anywhere and grateful we could do that in this moment as well me too me too um i love it man it's all good stuff and you know one thing that really sticks out to me about just our short period of time talking together is yeah you actually very are really high energy i noticed a tweet one time that you said man the reason i started a podcast was so that I could talk to high energy people anytime that I wanted. And that is really just embodied by you. Like your energy levels are so high. I'm just curious where the heck that comes from. Is it natural? Is it something that you try and create? Yeah, it's a great question. It is something that I've cultivated over the past three years. It's been books. It's been Uh, just looking every day at the person I want to be and visualizing that person. It's been meditation. It's been working out. It is doing all of the things you know you should be doing and actually doing it leads you to this place, leads you to this place of understanding. Also, when what you're doing in every moment feels like it was, you were called to do that in some respect or that it leads and serves a greater mission, like then you start to do everything it with everything you have. It leads you to just feel so happy that you're doing it and it leads you to be high energy. So that's where that comes from, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course it makes complete and total sense. I myself was personally at a point of low energy, I would say about a year ago. And that's, you know, since I was like that and since I felt like that, I knew that I needed to change. And you know, I'd stopped working out, even though I played sports my whole life. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't, I wasn't even getting outside and getting sunlight. And yep. how can I expect to have any sort of happiness in my life if I wasn't doing the things that I could do to take care of myself? Anyways, I know what it's like to transition from a state of low energy to high energy. And I know what kind of habits and discipline it takes to do that. I'm just curious as what took you to the point where you said, you know what, I want to raise my energy. I want to start learning all of these things. At what point did you decide to do that? 
Yeah, it's been a constant process over the last three years. And it, it started with the decision I made three, three and a half years ago now almost, where it's like I decided, maybe more, where I decided I was going to start lifting weights. And that was the first habit, a domino effect that led to every other positive change in the future. Because once you start lifting weights, you then want to optimize your body. So you start eating right. Once you start eating right, you're in a better state. With that being said, I made that decision three and a half years ago, but I've also had periods in the past three and a half years where I have had low energy, where I've stopped working out. You know, you make a decision once and you're on a good path for, you know, a year and then you, you go in a different direction. So I would say that it started three and a half years ago, but it also is a result of being in that low place, of being in that place of of what felt like depression, you know, that place you described of like, oh my God, I know what I should be doing and I'm not doing it. And it's like, it's even worse because then you're like, why am I doing it? And you start getting in your head about it. And it's like from that place, it, which I was in in February of 2020, which was a year ago, but like from that place of like making the decision that you're going to take responsibility for your energy levels and then doing something about it and then acting and then taking responsibility for your actions. So how did you get out of that place? Yeah. Um, same exact way, dude. One day at a time. Yeah. Um, That's it. And I, I want this to be a lesson really to everybody listening because there's a lot mm -hmm. of truth in what we have to talk about. And we're not the only people to go through this. And there's a lot of people who are going through this and they want to raise themselves. But the question is, how can we show them how to do that? Well, the answer is simple. The process of actually doing it is not so easy because exactly like you said, we know what we should be doing. We know we should be working out, eating right, getting mm -hmm. the right amount of sleep, actually working on things that are going to make us successful in the future. I just couldn't bring myself to do them. For the love of me, I could not do it. I could not do yep. anything. And I made a promise to myself during that time that I would never feel that way again because that was the lowest point that I had ever been in my life. And granted, I was, I was only like 19 at the time. And, you know, things are going to happen over time. And, you know, I'm, we're going to come back down eventually. But the good thing is mm -hmm. we know how to build ourselves back up. The answer of how I started and how I was able to raise myself is I started first taking my business stuff more seriously. Okay. So um, I graduated. Uh, I was doing a lot of things or so I thought. I wasn't seeing the results that I knew I could have just because I have a lot of self-confidence. I know I'm talented and I have a lot of abilities. Right. And so yeah. that being said, when you're not living up to your own expectations, it gets tough. harder. Exactly. So I started putting in um, a lot of hours eventually, um, every day and just trying to build, trying to find what I wanted to do, just building, grinding, growing. And over time I became more successful in that. Right. And that allowed me to get to a point where I was going to be able to move out of my parents' house. Right. So I was one year removed from my, after I graduated, stayed at my parents' house for a year finally got to the point where I could afford to live on my own. 
And that's what I've been doing since July. And you know, the, the things just keep building up more successful business, living on your own, started going back to the gym in October, have been going six days a week ever Let's since. Go. Um, yeah, dude, drinking way too much water, having to pee way too much, but you know what, man, it's worth it. And that's, that's what you got to do. It's one habit at a time. It's one conscious decision every single opportunity and you know really option that you have you've got to make the right one it's one day at a time that's the thing too right it's like it can get overwhelming when you know you're someone who has so much potential and you've shown in the past that you can do it and you are on top of the moon and it's so exciting and you're looking at that mountain and you're saying that looks like a high mountain i don't know if i can climb it but what you have to realize is like it's a one day at a time process and you are always one day away. And the only thing you can control is this day. The only thing you can control is this moment. So why not act as good as possible in this moment and let your life fall where it may? Because if you don't really have any other choice. The only choice is to just do your best right now and then let's see what happens, you know? And it's hard because you start judging your, your success and your failure and thinking like, oh, I should have done this or that. And you start getting in your head. Screw all that. Just one day at a time, focus, do every action to the best of your abilities and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I love it. I love it. And in fact, my story, even just the little bits and pieces of it that I just told you right there are why I do what I do as far as content creation, because I know that if, um, if I, if I was going through all of that, right, I can't be the only person in this world of 7 billion plus people who felt that way, who are going through that right now. So that's why I post things. That's why I say things. That's why I push out my message is because I know that there are people who are looking for the answers for that little bit of extra motivation for even to get on the right path to be pushed a little bit. And that's why I do it. So I'm glad that we were able to have that little exchange of stories because I know it's going to help a lot of people. Hell yeah, man. And it's like, you don't realize what life you can change by just putting yourself out there. And you really can. And the internet is a a free distribution tool that anyone can have access to. All you need is a phone or just a laptop. And it's like, you can create and then you can put your perspective onto the world Mm -hmm. and change lives from it. And it's like, this hasn't been possible for our parents or for our grandparents, like to just upload uh, our perspective and then, then people can change their lives because of it. So I think it's amazing that you're taking advantage of that opportunity and going forward and pushing forward and actually doing it because so many people get in their head about it, man. Like, oh, what is people going to think about this? Why, why should I put my perspective out there? It's not worthwhile. Who cares? What if, what, what if someone makes fun of me and you're, you know, 20 years old and putting yourself out there like that, like that's impressive. And so it's, uh, it's good to see. And it's, it shows you know and understand the power of the internet and are willing to take action on it in spite of the fact that people could make fun of you or that someone might disagree with you or whatever it may be. 
So keep on keeping on, my man. Thank you. Um, you know, I can say the same about you. Um, and, you know, obviously you know that. So um, actually, one thing I haven't asked you yet is how old are you? 25. Okay. Um, interesting. Yeah, you, you look pretty young. Um, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I didn't anticipate like 30 or anything or anything. <laughs> At any, by any means but okay um now i got a little bit more clarity on that so good to know um you know it's awesome what you're doing too you know um yeah it, it's great how kind of closely our messages align and how we're choosing to inspire other people by sharing our story and by sharing our perspective because at the end of the day that's really all we can do on the internet. We can't convince somebody to live a certain lifestyle. We can't tell somebody what to do exactly step by step. There's really just, I mean, there's not enough time for us to do that for everybody. What we can do is we can put out a lot of content. We can share a lot of things, hoping that by sharing our perspective, people grasp little bits and pieces of it and start adding what they see right into their own perspective, the stuff that aligns with them and the stuff that makes them happy. And so um, there's a couple of interesting points that you bring up. Um, you know, first of all, the, the um, not worrying about judgment, right? That was something that I struggled with actually um, upon starting all of my stuff. Now, I always, I had always known, don't get me wrong, I had always known that I was going to make it and that I was going to be successful. And um, that's not really what I was fearful of. I was literally just afraid of getting in front of the camera and saying something. It's because I haven't never done it before. And after you do it, after you realize it's not as scary as you thought it would be, I mean, shoot, it doesn't even phase me anymore. I'd say whatever I want and post it on my Instagram. It doesn't bother me. So for a lot of people listening too, who are struggling to get into content creation and people who have a lot to say, a lot to share with people because they can help a lot of people, dude, just post it one time. Just post it one time and immediately that barrier will crash and you'll realize that the fear was just in your head all along. I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah. Um, I love that point about just posting it one time. I also want to add to that the point of committing to posting a hundred times. Mm -hmm. And so one time is amazing because you make it real and you realize it's not that big of a deal. And that should be step one. But after you've posted once, See if you could then make the goal of doing it a hundred times with no judgment about the result. If your goal is TikTok, right? Okay, I want to grow on TikTok. Well, first post a hundred TikTok videos. Mm -hmm. If your goal is to grow a podcast, okay, post one and then make your goal to post a hundred podcasts and see what happens. For me, that was my goal. Just post a hundred podcasts. And then on episode 39, Gary Vaynerchuk came on the podcast. You know, it's like I could never have predicted that. And if I had made the goal to get as big of a guest as possible, who has the most following, it never would have worked out because I would have got so upset after the first 10 episodes how, oh, I only got guests with this amount of following or that amount of following. But instead, 
you know, making the goal something that I could directly control. I can directly control doing a hundred podcast episodes. You could directly control putting out a hundred Instagram stories or a hundred Instagram posts or a hundred TikToks. And so if you have the commitment to stick with it a hundred times, maybe good things will happen. So. And you know what, Danny, that's a very, very interesting subject that I want to touch on a little bit is committing to the process rather yep. than the outcomes. And that has been one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in my short journey in business. But man, it has been a game changer committed to the process and not the results. Because what happens is you can fall in love with doing what you're supposed to be doing. You don't care what happens. I started falling in love with showing up to the gym every single day. I started falling in love with putting in the work. I didn't care about, I mean, come on. I cared about what I look like in the mirror. I didn't go to the gym every day to look at myself in the mirror. I went to the gym every day because I loved it. Yep. Same thing with business. Same thing with my content now. Um, and that goes for a lot of people listening. If you can commit to the process and if you can love your process, then there's no other choice than for the results to come as a result. Yes, absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself, man. That, that's what it's all about. It's about the process. The results are great and you should, you know, evaluate the results after time, but you should first love what you're doing, fall in love with the process and the rest will take care of itself. The score will take care of itself, my friend. It's, yes, yes, sir. It will. Um, and it always will. That's, that's how this world works. You love something, you're passionate about something, you put in the work and you don't care what happens. And guess what? What you wanted to happen before you fell in love with the process starts to happen. It's, it's a very, very, very tricky yet interesting concept that I've tested myself in a lot of different aspects of my life. You know, starting with sports, I told you that's kind of how I started learning about a lot of different things when I started taking basketball, football, incredibly seriously. I started learning that the more I cared about scoring 30 points in a basketball game, the harder it was for me to score 30 points in a basketball game. Mm -hmm. If I fell in love with playing the game and training the game and getting better at the game, then I shouldn't have worried about how many points I scored in the game. And when I was able to do that, my performance would improve astronomically same with football i would funny enough get better at the things i didn't care so much about and that will always be uh, i don't even know what to say but that's something that will always stick with me and you know i don't know what law it is in this world that makes that happen but there's definitely truth to it. What's that? Uh, what are those wristbands you got there? These wristbands. Um, so I've got three. I was in high school, I think, when I got all of them. So one of them was from my football team that I played with in high school. Um, so the way that we do in small town Texas is we grow up with the same kids from kindergarten through 12th grade. We play sports mm -hmm. with them too, right? And so there's this message on 
this bracelet that we got from playing football that says we're all we got, we're all we need, because there's no recruiting in high school football. There's no going to the next city over and picking kids and telling them to go to your school. We had what we had, and that was all we got, and we had to make it work, you know. So that's um, something that I still wear. And then the other two are from some retreats that I went on, some church retreats that I went on as a high school student. Um, I, I still wear them too. It's just a reminder to me. They say I am second. It's a reminder to me that there is always something that's bigger than me. Mm, I love that. That's yeah. it's really important to think about on a day-to-day basis. And I love how you, you wear those as little reminders about where you, the values you want to have and the things you want to think about. One of the the concepts that I've been thinking a lot about lately is the importance of reminding ourselves of the obvious, how we should put reminders on our bathroom mirror, on our wrist or wherever it's comfortable for us is like reminders of who we want to be and how we want to act. Because just a simple reminder directs your attention to where you should be going and, and how you should be thinking. And it can make a huge difference. And I've on my bathroom wall, you know, affirmations and on my bedroom, I have a bunch of different people who have been impacted by my podcast. So yeah, I think it, it's so important. And I love how you do that with, uh, with on your wrist. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, and to that point, even though we have the signs right in front of us a lot of times, if we're not in the right place to receive those signs, we'll ignore them. And that's just something that I want to stress right now is that for a lot of people, um, you know, they'll wear a reminder or they'll have something on their wall that should remind them to be, Um, a certain way and they ignore it because they're so caught up with something else. They're distracted from what's really important. And another thing too, to the point that we were talking about earlier, being in a point of a, a place of low energy, I owe a lot of that to being distracted and being focused Mm. on what wasn't important and not being focused on what was bigger than me. It wasn't focused on the big picture. So how could I myself be a part of the big picture if I wasn't even looking at it? I was just looking at myself. Absolutely. And it's just about understanding that the, the signs aren't enough. You actually have to take action on it too. And that's way more important, but it's sometimes that that sign, which can be that impetus to, keep moving. I have right behind me, you have a one life poster, which reminds me every time I stare at it, like, this is all we got. Like, this is one life. And, you know, obviously depending on your beliefs or whatever, but it's like, if you take the assumption that this is all we have, then you're going to cherish it and really think about the importance of every moment. So yeah, I like to keep signs to remind myself of the process, to remind myself of where I'm going and to remind myself of how precious this thing we call life really is. Yeah, I, I like that a lot, Danny. I really do. And my walls are pretty much empty right now, except for a couple of like um, papers I hang on the wall to keep myself just a little bit organized. But if I could have like 
Yeah, I, and I've been wanting to do this too, like go print out things that I can put on my wall. Just never have done them yet. And granted, it's good that I didn't need to do that to like make the changes I needed to in my life. But, you know, For it's sure. still like definitely a good reminder and to the point of living one life and realizing how precious our time on this earth really is. It really does put different perspective in your mind about the way things go it it really helps you let go of a lot of things that don't matter it helps you let go of things that you wouldn't have realized didn't matter had you not recognized that there's only one life if that makes sense um and i think that is very very important for a lot of people and for us to be so young and to still i mean shoot man with the way that we're going man we might live to like 130 like just the mm-hmm. way the science keeps developing, that means we've got like five or six more lives to live. And um, well, with that being said, even though that seems like a long time, a hundred more years, how much time really is that? Not very much. So definitely very good to, to recognize those kinds of things and to really make it count when you can. Absolutely. I completely agree. Good deal. Good deal. Well, Danny, I know that you recorded way too long of a podcast before this. I don't want to keep you too long. Um, <laughs> no, you're good, man. I do have to say, though, we're going to have to do this again in the future. Um, talk about some more stuff. I'm totally down to do that. Um, hopefully collaborate on some stuff, too. Very, very amazing getting to meet you, to hear about you, to learn about your story. Wish nothing but the best from you moving forward. Likewise, I'm so grateful to meet you. I'm so grateful to have this experience and the San Antonio connection is blowing my mind, man. I I can't believe it that I was drinking a mug. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. This goes to show, man, um, whatever's supposed to happen in this life will happen. And a lot of times, myself included, we get overwhelmed. We don't have the things that we expected to have or that we thought we wanted to have but every single time without fail the right things will fall into place and it's a good lesson for anybody to remember myself included because i forget about it sometimes too but i'm grateful for having that reminder today that everything is supposed to work out the way it's supposed to work out it's beautiful man and um This worked out incredibly well, and I'm grateful for it. Me too, brother. Me too. Like I said again, man, very, very nice to meet you. Um, Looking forward to connecting with you again sometime in the future. Definitely keep in touch. And just thanks again so much for giving me a shot on the show, man. Hell yeah. Awesome.